Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hey there, and welcome back to Ciao Bella. In this episode, I'm talking shoes, but not just any shoes. Beautiful, fairy tale, Cinderella-loving shoes. The kind that you're going to fall in love with. Join me with Eduardo Cavavilla, COO and creative director of René Cavavilla, the legendary Veneto shoemaker. Let's jump right in. So I'm curious, let's, let's go back to the very beginning because, um, you know, as, as we're talking... Um, I want to introduce everybody to Rene, all my, all my listeners, to Rene Calvilla. And um, I, I know Rene Calvilla as, when, mm-hmm. I, when I lived mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, as beautiful stilettos, sparkle, colorful, like magical, magical princess shoes, or like even like fairy shoes. Um, but it, that, was, that was, you know, I think that started about 20 years ago that we started seeing it out there. But let's go back to the very beginning. So from what I understand, Rene Calvilla started in 1934. Uh, yes, we found out either some document in 1928. Ah. 1928, in, in, uh, with, uh, yes, with my grandfather, Eduardo, that the first, uh, the, the grandfather who started the company, I have the, I have the pleasure to have the same name. And uh, he was uh, an employee at the beginning, a very humble family. And he decided to start alone the same activity where he was working on. He was uh, an employee of a shoes factory. And, uh, but he, had, he was a philosopher and uh, he was thinking radically that uh, even if in that period was tough time between the two world war, uh, he was uh, really conscious and convinced that uh, in the future there, there should have been again time to appreciate the beauty and that in the future, he was very, he, he used to believe a lot in the future and the evolution of persons and evolution of the, of the world. I, I don't know if he uh, should have been happy if he kept alive now, understanding what is the world, but in any case, compare those years, compare the first and second years, first and second world war, right now is for sure much better. And he decided to be specialized in uh, only women, very defined shoes. And he started designing for his wife, my grandmother, Rita. And uh, the first uh, very feminine shoes has been dedicated to her. To he, to her. And uh, he, he went uh, through the first uh, two decades of uh, this company, two, three decades. And then he became ill, quite uh, ill, even if he died only in 90, 1985, but uh, around 1950, he got healing for him. He used to have a very strong uh, headache. And uh, so it was the time to my father, say, my father was uh, 16, 18. He said, we would like to go ahead with the studies, with university, whatever, you like to try to manage this. And, you know, he, he decided to, to go in this direction. And a he, he took uh, the, the same direction of my grandfather. 
he took uh, the idea to be number one in one specific niche. And, uh, and the love of my father was, and is either now, only the sandals, high heel sandals. That was uh, his love uh, since uh, the beginning. And this is the reason why uh, is our company has been known for most of the years around the world for the very stiletto, sexy sandal, high sandal. And uh, then uh, 10 years ago, when the family, you know, we have, uh, we are a small conglomerate. We have seven different branch of business, so it is something more than what it appears, thanks God. And um, I was already with my own business independently, independent business, and uh, was managing already some other business and of the family. And the family asked me to manage either the fishing one. And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, CEO, it was quite easy because I was used to manage really bigger companies. And uh, as a creative side, that was a, a question mark. But uh, I thought at that time that if I should have take, if I should have took someone that, that designed the shoes, in any case, it was not. It could not be a good solution because in the case that it was a success, he became the image of the company and he became uh, the, the company. And in the case that he was not good in the business. I was uh, spending throw the money out of the window, so in any case, it was not uh, a story that uh, fitting my was fitting my idea of. Uh, so I start to design. Uh, I've been lucky because I've seen from my grandfather and my father how to do. But when you start to have the pens in your hand, it's completely different. So I practice a lot. Uh, I start to study the market, understanding, and I start to practice my creativity. That. Honestly, uh, from what I understood only a few years later, has been uh, always part of me because um, all my houses, um, my, my, my yacht, my, my first yacht and whatever has been designed 100% uh, by me. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a quite a good chef. I, am a player. <laughs> I play piano quite well, so, uh, you know. It's always uh, been there. A part of creativity is within me, for sure, since the beginning. You know, I wanna I wanted to ask you because I know um, I know what the shoes are like now. I, I love I was I was mentioning I, I love the store in Rome. I love this, this the boutique in Venice is beautiful, um, but I also know that prior to having your own boutiques, Rene Cauvilla also worked with designers like was I believe it was Balenciaga, Chanel. Is that correct? Oh well. Uh, yes, it is correct. A few people are known exactly the reason why my father was doing that. And the reason was that, and I remember because I was like a, teen, a young teenager at that time, he was a really a good friend of, and he's still now a friend of Valentino, a friend of Calacatil, friend of... Uh, um, the head of Chanel uh, and uh, was a friend of Ralph Lauren. So uh, 90% of our production has been always and uh, only dedicated by Rene, to, to Rene Covilla. Okay. A, a small part was dedicated to this brand, but the, the real idea was uh, for him to be in contact with, uh, more often with friends and have a uh, reason why to meet with uh, his friends. 
Excuse. <laughs> excuse, yes, it was a mix of small business but big excuse. So <laughs> but it's been also very pleasure for all of them to work together because I remember with uh, Mr. Rafloren, my father Rafloren sits uh, drawing something, designing. Uh, but there was a lot of esteem in between themselves. And uh, as being uh, gorgeous, you know, uh, I grew up uh, in, uh, in this environment and when it was my time to start designing, that memory was very useful. Now, when I think of Rene Calvilla sandals, aside from beautiful stilettos and beautiful colors, I also think of Savarsti Chris, I think of sparkles. Um, you want yeah. to tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yes, you know, uh, I think the environment where you grow is really push you in a certain direction. It means that uh, uh, the family has been lucky enough to grow uh, in Venice, uh, to grow close to Venice. And uh, the harmony of the colors, uh, the proportions, uh, the beauty of the, all the elements surrounding you. And, uh, and either the, the sparkling moments of Venice, you know, because the lights uh, and the the material, the gold and whatever has influenced the choice and the taste of my family in the background, in the, in the back years. And, uh, you know, in, in the, when it was my grandfather period, the maximum that he was traveling was to Verona, that was uh, three, four hours by bicycle. And uh, the maximum for my father was, okay, at the end it was either United States or something else. China was nothing. Emirates was pretty nothing whatever it is. So the way and the place where you used to live was influencing you a lot. And, uh, and we have been lucky enough to grow close to Venice. So the idea of beauty proportion was really linked to our DNA and to the taste of the family. And this is the history. You know, one of the things I, I love is that your, your family calls the shoes oggetti d'arte chiamate scarpe. So art objects that are called shoes. Um, and and it's really interesting when I was just in Venice the other day and when you talked about the, the sparkles of the crystals, that is like the light when it hits the canal. Um, and yeah. I, and I, I can totally see the influences. Exactly. Exactly. When you enter in the San Marco church, cathedral. Ah, yeah. With, the, with the bits oh, of gold, mosa the gold mosaic. Now, I'd, I'd, um, you know, one of the things I think is amazing is that, you, you know, you mentioned your grandfather, the farthest he got was on Bicycle Verona. You know, he kept it very local. And the shoes themselves are still made locally. They're made in Fiesta d'Artico. Is that correct? Yep. I mean, Perfectly. I think... Uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, first of all, we have been always a really supporter of uh, Made in Italy and we trust and we, we are very grateful to the fact that we grow in a country like Italy where uh, hundreds of different cultures are there, you know, the culture of food, the, the culture of uh, architectural culture or uh, uh, Dante and the literal culture and uh, the, uh, the wine culture. And so, all this element for an Italian person that uh, grow, especially in that part of Northeast of, of Italy, where there is a mix of all this country. The idea to move away the production in other places was something that neither Tasha had in the last years, even if when it seems at that time that it was profitable to move away. 
but uh, um, I think there is uh, something really evident and right now in the market that is the only luxury brand or group they belong to families because uh, when you own something uh, you always think about not you uh, your kids or, or either nephew some, something that go more over than you and when you are able to make the decision to take the decision long term without anything linked only to the bonus or long linked to the turnover or to the profits you're able to build something that has a really strong uh, fundamental so it's mean you know and chanel and uh, hermes are the two only luxury company in the world the reality because they, they take the decision long term and that was what we did and normally did um, in, the, in the last decades when we were speaking about production and our no group even if it is a group of different brands but the way that Mr. Ano is managing the decision, they are only managing in the long term. So uh, only the family is not the solution, only manager is not the solution, but a good manager with the long term view or a timing of a family is a good one. You know, I, I think, um... You really, I think you really hit something on the head, which is the Italian excellence. You know, one of the things that I, I love about Italy is the, the quality. When, when something is made, when it made in Italy, can be made very, very, very well done. Um, I have a question though for you. How is it that there are so many, not so many, why are Italians so good at shoes? Because there are so yeah, Italian, they, they, I've noticed there are so many incredible shoes that come out of Italy. So many incredible minds that come out of Italy, designing beautiful shoes, making beautiful shoes, beautiful, comfortable shoes. Um, you know, I, I, along with the many other things, because you brought up something really great. Italy, and especially Northern Italy, is a great mix of food, industry, art, culture. It's got like all the right things at the right time in the right place. Um, and, you know, and there are so many, you know, there's also in the in that mix are incredible shoemakers such as or shoe designers such as Calvilla. What is what is it like? I you know I can't think of other places that really have all of that plus shoes. <laughs> what is it about Italians? If I have to say about the creativity side, is linked to our uh, we are Latin and we are a warm uh, pop, uh, population. We are very open to people and this, uh, I think, is something related to our origin, you know. Uh, uh -huh. I'm proud to be Italian, but more than this, I'm proud to be Latin. I'm very, either when they, they ask me, well, you pay you the design, you, are, you have a family, why you have a family? I say, guys, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, um, I, 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 I am, uh, in this way, normally in fashion, you know, the, 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 the gay community is very big, very strong. Uh, but uh, I am uh, really a, a Latin man with a family, with my wife. And, uh, and I think this has uh, uh, been Latin, uh, has a, a very strong connection with our creativity. 
because the sun, the, the sea, the nature, you know, if you grow up in, uh, I don't know, Frankfurt, <laughs> again, you could be creative, but as uh, you see, the environment doesn't help you, okay? And again, the environment has a strong uh, influence on what you do. And then there are some uh, historical reason. For example, the reason why in, around Venice has been uh, the shoes industry has been so much developed in the past years is because uh, for a certain reason, for just for a curiosity, Mr. Voltan, that was a person that uh, around uh, eight, 1895 went uh, with uh, an old boat, went through the Atlantic Ocean, arrived in the States, stopped, and uh, he understood the idea, Industrial Revolution. So there's not anymore one person doing one shoes or something like this, but uh, all the cooperation between people. You know? mm -hmm. And he came back and became number one in Europe. And my, my grandfather was an employee of Mr. Potan. Ah. So at the end, if you if you drill a little bit, you will find also always a funny historical momentum that describes the development. And uh, you know what? What that my grandfather was one of the six persons that came out from Voltan factory, and uh, at the end, the other five in either Voltan, they closed, they bankrupt. Oh wow! And my father started to give money to them to help them to start again, because he understood that in the case that he was the only one, he was not able to, to, to create a district. And, 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 the, and the economy over there starts again and blah, blah, blah. So there are always some uh, uh, reason linked to human uh, case and something, I think, the environment that the surrounding area where you live. So it's a mix of the two. Now, I'm looking at your, your beautiful boat behind you, and I know that you have a lot of passions, not just business and not just um, Rene Cauvilla. And I was actually, someone said to me, you should really ask him what his passions are in Italy. So I would love to know from, you know, what you love to do outside of work. What Because I, I see you seem like the kind, of, the kind of man that, you know, you're very passionate about your work and you're very passionate about your play. So I'd love to know a little bit about that. Uh, yes, uh, I always trust uh, uh, that uh, my grandfather used to say, "Men san in corpore sano." That means uh, if you grow with, uh, if you grow well physically, it means that either your your mind, your mentality. In your your mindset grow properly. So I grew up with this idea of being uh, sportive, and uh, I really since the beginning I, I I I was in love with doing several different sports. And then I became uh, I became professional in water polo and basketball. Uh, in fact, I'm a lover. In this period, I'm passing all the nights up watching NBA. The playoff NBA. Wait, wait, who's your favorite team? Uh, Lakers. Oh my after goodness! 10 years, <laughs> after ten years, it seems is the year. Okay. <laughs> and you played water and, polo. Uh, 
And then uh, I, 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 I played a lot of years either of water polo, yeah. And, and now I do triathlon. So uh, this morning at six o'clock, I was out running and I, I like this. And honestly, uh, starting to have kids that are able to follow me, the most, uh, the most the biggest pleasure that I have now is staying with them in the nature and doing whatever sports we like to do together. And uh, the first time has been three years ago when my, two years ago with my smallest uh, uh, Rene, he's number three now, I have the number four, there's another baby, uh, another man, another boy. Uh, but that time Rene was the smallest, at five years was already able to play golf in the court. Oh wow. And we went, and we went together with that time there were Sophia 10, Delfina 6, 7, and Rene was only 4 or 5. And, we, and with my wife, and we went to play uh, golf all together for, for a long weekend and staying together, whatever. So honestly, if people tell me now, time, uh, sports, quality time with family in the sports, and food and food and wine because you know I like to cook I like to drink I, I need to do play sports because otherwise it became quite fat uh, <laughs> but I, I sports a lot so trying to maintain right. a, a okay so you're from the Veneto I would love to know since you like to cook what your favorite dish is from Veneto is uh, a small capesante. The capesante is scallops. Scallops. It's a small scallops grill. Uh -huh. And you eat it like this. That's Venice, perfect. The of Venice, because then, you know, uh, I grew up there. I have a wife uh, comes from Naples. So we have a farm in Tuscany. So oh, okay. You guys, you, are, you guys are a mix then. <laughs> Wherever you go in Italy, you, you, you could find something where you really enjoy a good dinner or lunch. I agree. I agree. Well, I'm, I was really, I really enjoyed speaking with you and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of the shoes. So I wanted to ask you, what is, what is the future of, what do we have in the near future for Rene Calvilla? Uh, yes, now we are very focused in passing by these, these particular top years. Uh, uh, but I honestly, I'm expecting that in the early spring, some medicine, some vaccines could, could, should arrive. Then we need to wait a little bit. That is available for everyone around the world. But uh, uh, I think so. Right now, in the, in the short, short time, we're focusing in, in uh, really pay attention in numbers, investment in quality, whatever. I think that uh, the immediately after uh, my my goal is to try to develop this company to being well known not only for the shoes but to other categories. Huh. And, Such as uh, from, yes, from shoe, what I want to develop Covida is what they call Google Lab, that is worldwide women luxury accessory brand. And because I think we have a really specific DNA. Thanks God, uh, and uh, we are very distinguishable within other shoes brand. 
And uh, if we have a customer, thanks God that we have, that like our DNA and our way to manage the embroidery things or whatever, if you decline in different aspects, uh, you will be able to develop either a nice business to give the idea of more an accessory brand and not only the shoes factory of shoes brand. So this is something that is uh, in my in my schedules in the next uh, two years that a company will be listed. Uh, I think in three years. So I have a really clear idea where to go and when is the right time to do something. Now the COVID has slowed down a little bit all the program, but it's only expanding. Kiva piano va lontano e sano, si? Exactly. And sano is the key word. Until the God give us the health. Exactly. One year more, one year after the change. You know what I wanted to ask you? I have one last question that I wanted to ask you, and I because I want to make sure this is this is correct. Um, you know, I, I you can I mean your your shoes you can customize your shoes. Is that correct? Is that possible? Yes. Okay. So and so and and how is that only in certain boutiques or is that in all boutiques or how does that work? There are different ways to the customization. Is possible to be done. Uh, in, I want to say in old, com in old boutiques, it's possible to customize in terms of colors uh, and Swarovski and uh, some aspects. In, uh, then there are some different kind of customization. In the next, uh, let me say, spring summer, we will have uh, also a very nice uh, snake and shoes with the customization of charms. Uh, uh, oh. Where will be a mix of elements coming from Venice, from where Rene could be the name and your name, whether you can play. And uh, for few really specific and special, special customers that are ready to pay. Really specific amount, prices, yes. <laughs> uh, we do either special products, uh, special designing, special use, but it's something. More linked to queenness, to lady that we want to have only only done by them, and they call us and want only done by you and blah blah blah. So there is there are different kind of customization. Okay, last question, and then we're done. <laughs> what is your favorite shoe? You said your father's My... is the sand, the high heeled sandal. Uh, yes, I, in terms of category of shoes, uh, either for me, uh, I think the, the sandal compared to the clothes shoes is more linked to summer. I am I'm more efficient than a man, so for me, water and summer is, is the year. For me, winter is only two months of bad weather within two summer. <laughs> and uh, I think the Galaxia, the sandal that they have done, that has a represent, uh, I've designed it three years ago. Then I think from the success of my grandfather who has been the Rita, the one dedicated to the wife. The success of my father has been uh, the snake that has became our iconic shoes. When that wraps and around. My, yeah. And uh, my, my, my killer shoes has been, what the design has been the Galaxia. That is the one that involves very relaxing. If you write the Galaxia or any Covila, you want to see. It's an elastic soft house. With all very, the, with the, with the sparkles, with the Swarski. Oh no, is, is it Swarski on it? It's elastic, it's something 
I think yeah. It is a very, very rock and roll cool shoe. It is a, that is a beautiful shoe. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing more. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me this afternoon. It's been really a pleasure. And whatever is that takes the vision, you arrive in Italy, please let me know. And we're going to spend some time together. Okay, thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Mm, You know I loved this episode because I love shoes. So thanks, Ciao Bella listeners. And if you want to enter the wonderland of Cauvilla, visit renecauvilla.com. R-E-N-E-C-A-O-V-I-L-L-A.com. And then please tell me your favorites. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafierpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafierpo. Ciao, Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. 